Weird. Mark Patch for bringing us in. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much, <laughs> Mark Patch. Episode 298 of the Weird is in the can podcast. We're it's done. not in you the can. You guys have a great it's one. It's just getting started. My name is Aaron. My name is Craig. And we're coming to you from the alternate studio tonight. First time we've been back here in a long time. Well, they're, they're scrubbing down. Uh, after that person exploded at Lee that was so weird. Yeah, was it was like a spontaneous explosion. Yes, yeah, spontaneous. It wasn't, it wasn't combustion. It no. was actually uh, explosion. Um, and you know, that's uh, real. Spontaneous combustion is a real combustion. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So was the moon landing. So anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, it is. That is actually a real thing. Yes, it is. Uh, so we're here at episode two ninety eight, and you know they've started taking things off the wall. They've started packing up stuff in the boxes. They're going ahead and shipping us out. We've yeah. only got three episodes left. Yeah, two ninety eight, yeah. including this one, including this one. Yeah, three. Uh, two more after this one, yeah, and then uh, it's been fun, right? It has been, and they've they've actually started dismantling the uh, other annex that we went to once or twice uh, down the road. Early, we went early in our yeah. careers <laughs> because there's actually a Taco Tico going in there. I think, and they're okay. actually in a Taco Shack okay. or something like that. Now yeah. we're talking. Now we're yeah. talking. Yeah, we're tacoing. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, <laughs> so we're we're basically short timing it at this point. Two ninety eight. We're phoning it in. They almost, say almost three hundred. Hey, this episode is one hundred percent listener submitted stories. Craig, it really. I is. love these episodes. Well, less work. Yeah, much less. Yeah, makes it easy. See, so when the if this show ever continued and the robots were running it, yeah, they wouldn't have to look up anything. They would nah. just they would just read the stories. You're right. Wait, that's kind of like us. Yeah, Wait, it is. What? But the funny thing is, I, I took all these submissions, put them put them in our show notes here, and I haven't read them. So you and I both that's are going the way in we blind. used to do things in the yeah, old days, back in the old days. So it's going to we're going to be like a flashback here. But well, anyway, we got full circle. Full circle. Full circle is what it is. Rule number one. It's we the only circle can... of podcast. <sighs> can you cut that? That was pretty can bad. You, can you cut that out? Yeah, I could, but I'm not going to. That, that is actually going to stay with me for a while. <laughs> in, that is actually going to transparency. Haunt, haunt me. Transparency. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Only true stories. That's number one rule in this podcast. Number two rule is when a bad guy is mentioned in a story by only two names, the reader must add the name Alan to the middle to complete the official bad guy name code. And number three, when reading a story with quotes, the reader must do their best to emulate the accent of the geographical location of the the subject of the story. And only one official band name per episode per co-host. Don't want to get, you know, overactive there. And number five. Uh, it's movie review day. Fridays yeah. are movie yeah. reviews, yeah. but it doesn't have to be a movie. It could be anything because yeah. just because. And we're going to do that. As soon as I talk about Bandbox, Bandbox is Bandbox. The, 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 the results are in. The reviews are in. It's been called the top uh, record club Work. subscription you service. You, you can do this. Hands down. <laughs> Everybody has voted. Um, it's amazing, and I'm really super excited because by the time in a couple of episodes, I'll have my next band box. Nice. Band box two, and I don't know who it's going to be. There's word floating around the Facebooks that it's Weezer, so we'll oh, see. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Or if you could get that Rupert Holmes that you've been wanting. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, you can have band-themed boxes sent right to your door, and it's only 49 bucks a month, which is not bad. If you buy a couple of albums every month anyway, you're spending 49 bucks. But each of these curated band box boxes includes two brand-new vinyl records by the same popular, critically acclaimed artist, an illustrated track-by-track listening guide shaped like your album cover so it slides right in, you keep it with it forever, and an exclusive magazine about the featured band or singer. And it's really high-quality stuff. All of that is. And they throw in surprise collectibles, certain band box. You know, you may get a 45 from the original days. or More like an 8-track. Maybe. I don't know. I made That'd be up. cool. I'm, I'm looking for an 8-track player, by the way. A good one. I like that one of those that's that looks like a it's like a globe shaped one. <laughs> yeah, it's I flat, remember those. Flat yes. on the front. They got the radio built in. All right. Anyway, and if you decide if you get a band box and you don't just don't like the artist, or maybe you've already got those records, you exchange them for anything in their catalog. Any album that they've got in their catalog, they will trade you for the R- two. Rupert Holmes. I don't know. Maybe if they've got him in the catalog. And Craig, this is the most important part to me. You can pause or even cancel your sp- subscription at any time. Even after you get the promotional offer we're about to talk about. I was going to say, why don't you give me a deal? If you go log in, sign up, well, you don't have to sign up before you log in, but sign up, use the code WEIRD at checkout. You're going to get 50% off your first band box and $10 off your second band box. So $25 the first month. Yeah. That's like, that's you can't get two brand new albums anywhere for $25. And then $39 the first month after that. That's correct. Yeah. It's amazing. Math amazing. So go to bandboxrocks.com and use the uh, podcast code WEIRD or the, the discount code WEIRD or just go to our Facebook page. I've got their, uh, I got a link there tagged. That's how they're keeping count for us is by those that use our Facebook page. So use that if you can and we would really appreciate it. All right. On to movie reviews, Craig. We've only got one. All right. I couldn't think if I watched anything this week or not. Really? That's how sad is that? I That's pretty sad. But decide. you got a lot going on in your life right now. I had now. some stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to understand. Well, Lori and I decided uh, to go see. Darn it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new Quentin Tarantino movie. And I give it I give it 12 out of 10 uh, superstars. Profane words. A lot of profane <laughs> words, yeah. The, the language is not family-friendly, but the story was amazing. I just got so burned out on him a long time ago. I never got burned out on him. Yeah. He, he's still one of my favorite directors. A weird guy. Real weird. Wasn't he from... He was from Tennessee, wasn't he? I don't no, know. He was from Knoxville. I don't know. I think so. But a uh, strange fella. I have weird trivia like that. Do you? Yeah. Is any of it true? Yeah. Tell your tell about your story, though. Go ahead. Okay. So, anyway, it's uh, it's a great movie. It's not for children, of course. But the funny thing, Craig, it's a long movie. We were in the theater. We sat down. Uh, the previews for you know upcoming attractions started. Three hours later, we got up. So with the previews and the movie, it's a it's a full three hours. So uh, that's a lot of it's a lot. Why do they make such long movies? Now this one didn't well, seem that's that. That's what long. it takes to here. Here we go. Uh, Quentin Jerome Tarantino was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. How about that? So anyway, it's the story, Craig. You didn't need to know that, but I wanted to back up what I said. And I can't really tell you much about it without giving something away, so I'm not going to. You but did. I'll tell you that there's an actress that portrays Sharon Tate in it. Yeah. And the ranch is is a big part of it, too. I guess you're... Well, first of all, what did you give it a rating? 12 out of 10. What? What was that? Uh, oh, tw- 12 out of 10. Uh, we only The range is 1 to 5. I don't oh, know why. Yeah. Okay. All right. 6 out of 5. <laughs> um, I'll give it 6 out of 5. Dang. 
You, you knives. Do, you, you already used something else. Six out of five. You're gonna knives. change it now. Yeah, six out of five. Knives. So I guess you're pretty excited about the new Dora the Explorer movie. I'm not. No, is Tarantino directing it? If he did, I might go see it. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I was about to say. I can tell you this: like two hours into it, it was more like a Coen Brothers movie than a than a Tarantino movie. There was no violence at all, and all of the violence in the movie probably takes up maybe fifteen minutes. Really? And boy, it's Tarantino. Yeah, you got Tarantino yeah. violence there. Look at the brains on Brad. <laughs> All right. What's in the box? <laughs> That's a different movie. Who did, who did that one? Who did what? That was, uh, you were quoting Seven. Yeah. Who, who that, wasn't, that wasn't. It's Brad Pitt, though. But it wasn't. It wasn't Brad Pitt is, is he's, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Actually, he has been for a while now. Um, David Fincher. All right. That was, that was uh, Seven. Seven is. Oh, don't, yeah. don't, oh my gosh. don't see seven. If you have never seen seven, do yourself a favor and don't. Yeah. That's just, how I feel about it. It's disturbing. I don't think Lori and I spoke for like 48 hours after plus, we finished that one. We saw it in the theater, too. Plus Kevin, what's his face? Is it Kevin? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin the Perv. Uh, per- yeah, oh. yeah, Kevin the Perv. <laughs> Why am I Kevin Spacey. Spacey, thank you. Kevin, give me some Spacey over here. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> Kevin. Back up, you creep. That's about right. You want to get to the top story. Story. Woman accused of urinating on potatoes at Walmart turns herself in. <laughs> film what? at 11. Turns herself into what? <laughs> Vodka. <laughs> a woman. Wait has, a minute. What? You didn't give credit where oh, credit was due. This, this comes from Jules Camerzel Clifton. Now, she's she's given us 80% of the stories tonight. Yeah. Tony's she, was, niece. she was working overtime this week on pumping out the stories for weird. Yeah. She's got a little agent of doom out there working for us. And she's related to another listener of ours. Uh, her name's Carrie uh, Runner, Carrie Runner, Carrie Skywalker or something. Carrie. You never heard of her. <laughs> a woman has turned herself in, in uh, after a bizarre incident at the Walmart in West Mifflin. Mifflin? Mifflin. Hey, that's where... Uh, uh, the, the office took yeah, place. Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. Uh, police said the woman is accused of urinating on potatoes at Walmart. Surveillance pictures oh my of the woman were released by police. Police identified her as 20-year-old Grace Brown. Honey, these potatoes are pretty good, but wow, back up on the salt <laughs> next time, would you? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> She's facing multiple charges, police said, but has not yet been arraigned. Police did not say if they know Brown allegedly relieved herself on the produce. Do not did not say if they know. <laughs> a Walmart representative said a store employee saw what the woman was doing. My first reaction is one kind of horrified. I realize that some people have issues that might lead them to do things you might consider unusual. <laughs> That's pretty said unusual. Said Beth Elliott, who shops at the store. Walmart said Elliot. Channel 11 to the uh, Walmart sent Channel 11 the following statement. These type, uh, this type of obscene conduct is outrageous and we immediately disposed of the affected product and sanitized the area to ensure its cleanliness and safety for our customers. We're thinking I'd about like doing that video. for the rest of the store. <laughs> Let's see video of that. <laughs> We've now considered cleaning the rest of the store to see if it can have any effect on anything. <laughs> We're working with the West Mifflin Police Department to find the responsible party and have them prosecuted what's with walmart people peeing on the potatoes licking the ice cream 
Yeah, it gets worse. There's other things. Channel 11 also reached out to the Allegheny Allegheny something county (laughs) health department about the incident. ACHD. You've got that, don't you? No, ACHD staff visited this Walmart location to gather additional information and to ensure proper measures were followed, including disposal of affected produce and sanitation of the area. While urine can contain small amounts of bacteria, this specific incident poses little threat to public health. A depart- health department spokesman said, "Yeah, but it makes people go." Here's another one's going to make you go. Headline is: Indiana woman accused of stealing and using another woman's dentures. You're talking overtime here. This one comes to us from Jules. Also, an Indiana woman has been accused of an unusual crime that has gone viral on social media. In part, thanks to authorities, the authorities' humorous Facebook post about the caper. Jennings County Sheriff's Office investigators said Joanne Allen Childers is facing a theft charge after being accused Monday of stealing another woman's dentures and wearing them to meet her probation officer. <laughs> so he said, gee, did you give an ear? What, what happened? Something's <laughs> different. changed. The victim reported that Joanne Allen Childers. Have you always worn dentures on your head? What is that? What is that? <laughs> something, you got something in your teeth. Oh, that is, is your teeth. Those wind up ones. <laughs> The victim reported that Joanne Allen Childers had stolen her teeth and had reportedly been wearing them around. What were the odds they'd fit? I don't know. The same morning, Deputy Thomas Mellencamp, you know if him. If they don't fit, you, you must, must quit. You must go spit. <laughs> <clears throat> spoke with a Jennings County probation officer who had met with Joanne, and the probation officer stated that Joanne had worn teeth to her probation meeting that clearly were not hers so they must not fit they, they must, must be like not have. Look, look like those uh, chiclet teeth or those uh, <laughs> those wax ones you get at yeah, halloween wax, wax fangs yeah it's a great band by the way wax fang is that your name no no it's an actual band oh wax okay fang. deputies were able to track childers down at her home on wednesday uh as they spoke to her they posted or they spotted the stolen dentures which the victim victim's name was written on them who writes your names <laughs> on your dentures what are they on the back of the teeth i don't know <laughs> if found please return uh, anyway, their Facebook post included uh, a litany of funny taglines. On Monday, July 22nd, 2019, Deputy Chris Golson took a report of stolen dentures from a female in the County Squire Lakes area. Hashtag, where's my teeth? Hashtag, you can't make this up. The victim reported that Joanne Childers had stolen her teeth and had reportedly been wearing them around. That same morning, Deputy Mellencamp spoke with a Jennings County probation officer who had met with Joanne, and the probation officer stated what we had said is earlier. That, is that Deputy Thomas Cougar Mellencamp? Yeah, it is. Okay. Though, uh, hashtag, that's nasty. Hashtag, why, though? Hashtag, get your own. And you you would have to burn them. You couldn't use them again. I wouldn't use them again, no. You, that's when you just you go on back. Yeah. Oh, this next one. You didn't even finish. Eh. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Woman accused of speaking demonically. How do you do that? You talk like this. <laughs> oh, Craig, don't speak demonically. I don't speak demon. What in the world? I was being demonic. <laughs> don't. Don't be don't do like that. that. You're so weird. I am. Oh, well, yeah. I'm a weirdo. Weird. You're a weirdo, too. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to be a weirdo, well, I, look, too? I was put on the spot to do a demon voice. I had to do what I could do. I couldn't come up with anything. No, I just asked you what speaking demonically meant. She was speaking demonically. Well, okay. I see that. 
interrupt it only be better if she had like a little puppet on her hand doing the <laughs> like while she was doing the voice the count from uh, sesame street woman <laughs> one, one one demon, demon. <laughs> <laughs> two demons <laughs> woman accused of speaking demonically interrupting church service arrested on drug charges this also comes from jules camerzel clifton Whew, we're going to put her on a payroll. JKC. Yeah, I mentioned that to her. <laughs> She'll get as much as we get. You know, we, half. She'll get half. She'll get half of what we get. An Arkansas woman was arrested after police said she interrupted a church ser- church service speaking demonically, and then drugs were found in her car. No way. Brittany Allen Snow McAfee, 28, was arrested Sunday on charges of possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia. You know, those McAfee's can get into some trouble. Oh, That's a oh weird bunch. Oh, my if gosh. If Don't watch that documentary for, for real if your last name is mcafee just leave yeah go on. go back to where you came from <laughs> <laughs> send them back send them back send mcafee back police responded to a church where a member of the congregation said snow mcafee interrupted the service by speaking demonically and saying someone is going to die <laughs> according to an affidavit she allegedly said the members of the church were all devil's children and she was there to take their soul or no just one it's like the lottery she was oh, there yeah. to take, a, take soul. a soul that's yeah. right yeah <laughs> they all had to pick a pebble out of a bag what is it play often play something, I something. <laughs> uh snow mcafee was asked to leave several times but refused the member of the congregation said the officer asked snow mcafee what her name was and she responded jesus <laughs> Really? That's crazy. That's weird because I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking that's not the first voice I'd go to. No. Uh, the affidavit said the officer was able to handcuff her without incident. Um, police search Snow McAfee. Say Snow fact, McAfee <laughs> one more time. Snow. Easy. Fact, <laughs> Easy. Snow fact, 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 <laughs> me one more time. Uh, searched a truck and found a pipe. Well, most cars have those coming out of the back. <laughs> This one had residue. Well, so does mine. Well, yeah. <laughs> With residue that tested positive for ecstasy. Oh. Well, she wouldn't be talking like a demon. She'd be hugging and kissing everybody. Yeah. The commercial reported. Oh, that's how commercial's talking about it now. Oh, okay. She was arrested and then bonded out. Bondoed out. <laughs> Snow McAfee was arrested again Thursday on a new string of charges, including aggravated assault, fleeing, possession of a controlled substance, suspended driver's license, and more, the local TV station reported. The circumstances surrounding these charges are unclear. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, headline is, drug smugglers get trapped in shipping container full of cocaine. (laughs) They have to call the police. You got to. You got to get out. Yeah, this is also from Jay. Save some stories for everybody else. JKC in the place to be. JC. (laughs) If only they had a fan to blow instead of cocaine. Two Belgian drug traffickers were forced to call police on themselves Wednesday, the hottest day recorded in the country, when they became locked in a shipping container full of cocaine. With 102-degree highs in Antwerp, the two unidentified men became trapped for several hours in the container, which they had gone into to remove the drugs. Police uh, said the alleged smugglers, ages 24 and 25, were forced to make a desperate plea for help escaping the container. Why didn't they just say they were sweeping or something? In the port oh, of Antwerp. We were, we were loading. And then no, we just... I would have said somebody kidnapped me and locked me up in here, but, but they didn't know I had my phone. Yeah, we've been here forever. <laughs> yeah. They, so you got to get creative you when, do. if you're going to you be do. in the criminal area. Uh, they called police to get them out of there. Because the container was locked from the outside, an Antwerp shipping police spokesman said. 
It took police around two hours to track down the container in the massive port, which is known to be a major European gateway for drug trafficking. By the time of their rescue, the men reportedly had stripped off their clothes and readily turned themselves into authorities for one small sip of water. Police have not released the amount of drugs in uh, hoarded you in the made container. The water, you made the water, water part up, but the case is under investigation. Why'd you make the water part up? Well, I was sometimes bl- I like I was, to go to a water were, part. That was so dramatic. I, I actually, I believed you. Well, don't. That was your first mistake. Yeah, you're true. That, you true. You true. Yeah. The, the story was true. The water part was once again from sure J.K. Clifton. She's now oh, this J- and just, Mark Patch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, from now on, she's J.K. Clifton because it just makes it easier. Okay. If she doesn't mind, I hope you don't mind. Jules Camerzel Clifton, you are now. She's so sweet. She won't mind. I, I, now, I promise. I now anoint you J.K. Clifton. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No. And Mark Patch, you just Mark Patch. <laughs> Tennessee woman wakes up at hotel to find snake resting on no, her. No, no, no. What a nightmare. I mean, it's a nightmare wait, being wait, in wait, some wait, hotels. Wait. She was in Memphis or that it was the snake on her? Both. Being in a hotel in Memphis? Walking in Memphis. Weren't you walking in Memphis? Watch out. You had like your feet like six feet over Bill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is it playing over and over again? Snake hole. Freaking. The snake hole, man. (laughs) Memphis, Tennessee. Long distance operator. Get me. Okay. A Nashville woman. Who traveled to Memphis for a doctor's appointment did not. We have doctors here. <laughs> we do good ones. Uh, for a doctor's appointment, did not expect to wake up in her hotel room with a snake slithering on her. <laughs> I felt something across my arm this morning, said Melinda Major. I looked over and it was a snake. It was, it was laid night. out across my arm. I've said many times Alice Cooper had a snake that he lost in uh, the plumbing of a hotel that eventually That's, popped up in another room. Wow! And it was a boa constrictor. You, so you think this is his? Uh, no, garden, I mean, it, it may be. He was in town recently. <clears throat> Major was staying at the Hampton Inn, Walnut Grove in East Memphis. She woke up Friday morning and found the scaly reptile on her. What she did next, Major said, came naturally to her. She flipped the garden snake off her arm. I don't want her not to feel special. That's what most people would do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. I think everybody would do. It landed back on the bed, and I jumped up on the desk and called the front office for them to come said major her room was on the second floor major said hotel staff came right away helped her out of the room and got the snake out despite the initial scare major won't rule out staying at another hampton inn they oh, did this come- is a hampton inn those aren't yeah. bad normally well they've got snakes <laughs> yeah i won't be staying at them anymore they did compensate my room so they took care of me they was very nice to me <laughs> said major in an overly stereotypical country voice Jason Ardent, general manager at Hampton Inn Walnut Grove, said the hotel immediately removed the snake and alerted pest control the survey to survey the room. Huh. Hotel officials said it was a small garden snake uh, that somehow made its way into the guest room. Below is the full statement from the Hampton Inn Walnut Grove regarding the incident. The safety and security of our guest <coughs> yes, is our utmost priority at all times at the Hampton Inn, Memphis Walnut Grove Baptist Hospital East. Good grief. That's a long name. How big is that sign? Make up your mind. You a hospital or are you a... <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Upon learning of the incident, the hotel immediately removed the snake and alerted pest control who surveyed the room further. It's just a little bitty garden snake. He just wanted to hug. Well... I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been. It could have been a rattlesnake. It could have been Boa Derek. That's that was the snake that Alice Cooper lost. You know, I lost. I lost. I woke up 
one time um, with a big spider under my pillow. Ugh. And I, op- I lifted the pillow up and pillow. Open pillar. Up, open up the pillar. <laughs> and he was sitting there with his legs all kind of folded in. Like, I wasn't sure he was alive. He said, hey. And I poked him and as he <laughs> jumped out. He like sprung out like his legs. Were, and I was like, nope. And then I beat him into the wall. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep here. You don't mind. This was, I mean, how long was my hand around that pillow and just everything? It was, it was a wolf spider, though, because he was howling a lot. <laughs> yeah, no wonder you had a hard time sleeping that no. night. In Florida, I went Good grief. Does, does JK do anything other than get stories for us? Thank you to JKC. Uh, Jules Cameras of Clifton. That's J.K. Clifton. Uh, headline is, Florida vandal scatters pickles around school office and destroys some musical instruments. A vandal who spread pickles in a Florida school's front office. He like to talk to tomatoes. <laughs> and destroyed several musical instruments. Has left a sour taste among the educators. See what they did there? Yeah. Uh-huh. According to a St. Lucie County's Lucci. Sheriff's Office Saint incident Lucci. report, the front office at Indian River Academy, that's racist, in Vero Beach was vandalized Friday, according to the report. The vandal took pickles out of a jar and threw them against computer screens at the front desk and placed two on two chairs in the office. You think he'd been into the Cognac? <laughs> yeah, he may have been. <laughs> Something right. <laughs> they come into work. Hey, Someone put a pickle in my chair. <laughs> Is this your pickle, Rick? Somebody having breakfast and I didn't know about it? According to the report, the person went to the school's music room and smashes two ukuleles. Well, he just gets you to print him a couple more. Print another one. Water was also dumped on a row of computers, a roll? Of computers in the school's computer room, the website reported. Wow. Hmm. And straight from that to another Mark Patch story. Yeah, you know what this one is, though. In Florida, I went. Surfer goes to bar instead of hospital after shark attack. The surfer <laughs> walks into a bar. So this is a bloody surfer. Yeah. A 23, oh, this is in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. A 23-year-old man who was attacked by a shark in Florida went to a bar instead of the hospital. According to the local station, the shark knocked Frank O'Rourke off his surfboard Saturday. Are you okay that, Mr. O'Rourke? Yeah, latched onto his arm. Id, move. Oh, dude, he came out of the water after he went over the back of a wave and landed on him on his board. It kind of knocked him off his board a bit. And I didn't read that right. (laughs) 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 He knocked him off his board and bit him on the elbow. O'Rourke's friend, R.J. Berger. 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 Hey, I'd like one of those R.J. Burgers and some fries. Yeah, man. No shirt. No shoes. No, no service. <laughs> O'Rourke can be seen in the video above. Well, you can't see it. No, we don't Struggling have Struggling with the shark. Berger said his friend didn't go to the hospital, but instead was treated by a lifeguard. Berger said he thought his friend could have used a couple of stitches. He immediately went to a bar because he was like, hey, I got bit by a shark. And people were like, I'll buy you drinks. So he hung out at the pier. <laughs> sure he did. Of course he did. This guy got bit by a shark and all of a sudden it's payday. <laughs> it's nothing like a little super glue couldn't fix or some tape. <laughs> I hope he eventually did go on to uh, the hospital. Well, wait. He said, Berger told the TV station he thinks the shark was a spinner. Oh, no. Or a black tip. Yeah, the black tip sharks are bad stinking news, man. Yeah, what's a black tip shark? I don't know. I don't know. You I've just, never heard so of it. So you don't really know if it's bad I news. I don't, but I know they bite elbows. Apparently. In Florida, I went also from Mark Patch, suspect 
carjacked an elderly man but couldn't drive a stick shift. Now, we hear about this all the we time. Do. We do. It's another advantage to having a stick shift car. A man was arrested in Orlando, Florida, after sheriff's deputies say he tried to steal a car from an elderly man. The reason he was unsuccessful? Well, he didn't appear to know how to drive a stick shift. Everyone it, should learn to drive a stick Absolutely, shift. they should. But you can, they're hard to find nowadays. Um, I don't go looking for them, so I don't know. They're not hard. They're not find, easy to find now. No, they're not. You ever driven an old car with it on on the, on the column? Sure. Shift? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I that's drove, cool. Got to drive a truck once. Oh, with man, them. Well, you know what the age we grew up in. We've driven <laughs> all. No, I don't four. remember. I don't remember. Four on the floor. You know, that's <laughs> three on the tree. Yeah, three on the tree. According to the sheriff's office, the incident occurred Tuesday when an elderly man left his car running with the keys in the ignition while he was putting his walker. Into Poor the trunk. Yeah, really. My, speaking of transmissions and whatnot, my dad had this Oldsmobile. I think it was a 50, uh, 58, 57. He'll correct me on that. But it had push-button gears on the dashboard. I remember that. Yeah, it was I, pretty I, cool. I don't remember them firsthand. I remember seeing them. It looked like the Batmobile. It had <clears throat> yeah. the big wings coming off the back. I would not remember that. But when you say that, I remember I've seen pictures of those. I've never personally. Yeah, you may have been over because it was parked no. In the garage most of the time. I don't. That's too far back. I don't remember. You're talking yeah. 30, 30 some years ago. Yeah. Good grief. Long time. I'm sure you were over there, though. I know Mark Patch was. Mark Patch was Mark over. Mark probably stole it. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say that. According to the sheriff's office. <laughs> you just now knew it was gone, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> what? A man later identified as 25-year-old Jalen Allen Alexander allegedly attacked the elderly man, slamming the hood of the trunk on oh, his that's chest. wrong. And his walker. Allen Alexander is accused of then getting into the man's car, locking the doors, and tried to drive away. After stalling out multiple times, Alexander left the car and took off running. Uh, the elderly man told authorities he believed the reason Alan Alexander stalled was because he did not know how to drive a manual transmission. Craig, you're 100% correct. Everybody with a driver's license should be required. Yeah. <clears throat> but then They're fun. They're not even hard to oh, drive. It's, it's much more fun than the automatic. And, and they're not hard to drive. No, and you save gas. And they're once they're you more dri- fuel efficient. And once you've driven one, it's like get, falling off a bicycle. Get back on yeah. it. No, that's not the figure of speech. It's like getting back on a bicycle. That's it. I could fall off a bicycle, and I know how to get back on and ride That's it. right. But like you never forget is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What are you trying to say? I don't know. Huh. Well, maybe these Latino cookies I've been eating. I don't know. They're starting to don't get to be racist. Brain. I'm not. They're These cookies I bought at the Kroger's. Oh, I thought you meant like they call us crackers. Uh, oh, I like when they call us that. These the, are Gamesa. Uh, hey, they don't, they don't advertise here. When the deputy twice asked Hastings for his credentials, Hastings, ins- Hastings, Hastings. <laughs> insisted he was an officer and that the credentials were at his office, according to the sheriff's office. Hastings fled when the deputy said he would contact law enforcement and dial 911, but was stopped by a Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputy when he exited the highway. And then uh, a functional siren and light setup were Did found. Did you say siren? Being, yeah, siren. You just, it's not like siren. 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 Uh, siren. Amanda Granite, a spokesman for the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, told the news that Hastings bonded out of Hillsborough County Jail early Friday. It was immediately unclear if they had legal representation. It's time for the Mark Patch. Make me say Mark's name one more time. Say Mark Patch. Mark Patch's is not, well, Mark Patch's top, well, it's not Mark Patch's actually. It's time for the Mark Patch. Top 10. That it is. Top 10. This week. And that boy, when he grew up, you know him as. John F. Kennedy. Mark Patch. (laughs) Now you know. Now you know. The rest of the story. <laughs> this top 10 list comes to us from the top tens.com, so you know it's true. 
top 10 reasons why storming Area 51 is a bad idea. I can give you just one. You don't need 10. Well, here we go. Number 10. The soldiers probably don't want to have to deal with killing civilians. I don't know. Some of them probably do. Waiting for some stress relief. Uh, Top 10 reasons why storming Area 51 is a bad idea. Number nine. It only started as a joke, and its creator himself said he doesn't want it to happen. Number eight of the top 10 reasons why storming Area 51 is a bad idea. The U.S. Air Force... It's a it's an Air Force base. Yeah, they're ready. They're ready to defend yes, Area 51. Are. Number seven, top ten reasons why storming Area 51 is a bad idea. They can stop us <laughs> they all. They have bigger guns. <laughs> yes. And if they got those alien lasers. Number six kind of wraps it up. It's a very stupid thing to do. Number five, there probably aren't any aliens anyway. Number four of the top ten reasons why storming Area 51 is a bad idea. Number four. Number four. Any survivors will be arrested for trespassing in <laughs> any survivor. <laughs> number three, the U.S. military is well prepared. Did we already have that one? That was <laughs> yeah, number eight, of. wasn't it? Number two, Naruto running won't provide any protection. I can see all these idiots <laughs> oh, in, the, hope they do. in the position, in the, in the form running as and, they get shot. And the number one top ten reason why storming Area 51 is a bad idea People will die. I could just, it, it just seems like it's going to be like one of those Civil War battles where they're lined up in front of each other, <laughs> and nobody's going to win. Well, no. No, no, the, the military will, but it's just going to... Well, gonna, yeah. They'll bring out some of those top Okay, cigarettes. so maybe it's more like the, the pictures of the guys with the blindfolds with the last cigarette. Yeah, it's more like it. Yeah, firing squad. Those guys are going to... Just don't do it. It's just stupid. And now Arby's is in on it. Oh, I know. And so is Lil Nas X. And we talked about that, and then uh, there's a... Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, my hand accidentally punched uh, the snake hole well, button. Well, you know, when you start getting to the end of the, of the series, it gets sloppy. Yeah. I mean, we only got a couple left now, buddy. Yeah. It's been great. Well, I'll see you next time. Hey, Pops. And you know what they say? Good day. A good day. Seems like we just deja vu all over again here. Zuja day. Mark Patch on the drums. Darn it.